Welcome to Good Enough Parenting, the place where not-so-perfect parents tune in to be reminded that our kids are going to be okay, even if we don't always know what we're doing, are making a million mistakes, and trying new things. I'm Carly Aroldi, a family play therapist, childhood mental health expert, and good enough mom of two. I may be the expert in childhood mental health, but you are the expert on your kid. And by combining my practical, peaceful parenting tools with everything you already know about your child, you and your family will experience more calm, more connection, and more cooperation in your daily life. So let's throw out the idea of the perfect parent and remember that our kids just need us to be good enough. Because if you don't feel like yelling at your kids sometimes, you're not spending enough time with them. Let's jump in. Hi, good enough parents. This is the last podcast of 2023. I am so grateful for having launched this year, this inaugural year of Good Enough Parenting. It's already building such a community and the information is resonating. It's so exceeded my hopes and my expectations. So thank you, thank you, thank you for listening and remembering just to be a good enough parent. And also thank you for sharing it. So many people have been sharing it on you know, Facebook moms groups and with their friends and their families. So I really encourage you to keep doing so because by sharing it, we're getting some of this information out there and releasing some of the stress and tension in parenting today. So please continue to share. And I just, I also love this time of year because it helps us acknowledge and celebrate where we've come from and where we're going to. And I love rituals. Rituals help us honor the rhythms of our lives They help us to live a little more in sync with the seasons of the world and of the earth. And it's never too late to start creating rituals in our own families. So today I want to share some ideas for how you can possibly create a New Year's ritual for your family. Because New Year's is a tricky holiday with kids, right? We're kind of stuck. We don't necessarily want to take kids out to a New Year's party and be on the roads late at night. We don't want our kids necessarily staying up really late. But we want to mark this moment, right? This is a fun holiday, a special holiday. We want to kind of help celebrate with them. So I have some ideas today on how you can help your family mark this passage of the past year and welcome the new one. So... This kind of comes out of work that I've done in my family or kind of coach parents through. But one thought is, so we don't let our kids stay up till midnight, usually on New Year's, especially when they were really little. Now that they're older, it's a little different, but they're just such monsters so they don't get sleep. So we would often celebrate with the London ball dropping, which is around 6 p.m. in our time, East Coast time. And that was great because they could still kind of watch the London ball drop, celebrate with it, but not necessarily stay up till midnight. So it's something where you might gather around the dinner table, maybe like an hour before a ball drop. And, you know, you can do a fun meal for us. We, we might say this came out of the movie Signs. If anyone's ever seen the movie Signs of that movie. And it's like their last night before the aliens invade. And it's like, what does everybody want for dinner? And one kid's like French toast and one kid's like mac and cheese. And they're like, yep, let's just do it all. So it's kind of like, as long as they're simple, what does everybody want for dinner? You want pancakes? Great. You want mac and cheese? Great. You know, I typically go with a little fried chicken, something like that. So everyone gets like a little yummy meal about an hour before that ball drops. And we sit together in a circle or we sit together at the table. And the first thing is to celebrate. Celebrate what was accomplished this year. Did someone learn to ride a bike? Did someone lose a tooth? Did someone stop wearing diapers? What was accomplished this year that was really exciting and fun for your family and helps your kid reflect on their own growth? Like, my daughter learned multiplication this year. Like she can do her freaking multiplication facts and that blows my mind that her brain can do that now. 
Um, you know, my son had a really some special moments leaving elementary school and going to middle school. So look at all the progress that happened this year and celebrate that. And also celebrate any special moments that you may have had. Did you, you know, go to a wedding? Did you take a vacation? Did you, you know, welcome a new family member, whether in your own little family or an extended family? What are some special moments that you guys may have had? Uh, did you have a really fun 4th of July celebration? Reflecting on that stuff keeps us mindful, keeps us grateful. I mentioned this a few podcasts back, but for the first time this year, our family created a fun times jar. And anytime we did something fun, we just wrote it on a little post-it, like something special and fun. We wrote it on a little post-it and we popped it in a mason jar. And then um, for New Year's Eve, we're going to open them and we're going to look at, wow, look at how joy-filled our year was. That's pretty amazing. So celebrating what happened the year before. The next piece is releasing things, right? Releasing things from the past year. So you can do this if you have like a um, fireplace in your house, or we actually do it with like a candle and a skillet. And we might write on a piece of paper one word that we want to kind of release for the year. So it might be fear, it might be exhaustion, it might be perfection, and just write it down and, and burn it. Let it release, let it go away. Maybe something that was holding you back this past year. Your kid might come to you and say like, I'm going to release homework or I'm going to release the bully at school. And that's totally fine. And you might want to reframe it for them because you can't necessarily get rid of homework, which is a whole nother topic. And I don't believe elementary school children should have homework, but I'll talk about that another time. But we can't necessarily make homework go away, but we can say, oh, you want to release feeling overwhelmed by homework or with a quote unquote bully. Oh, you want to release feeling scared of some people at school or feeling angry with people at school. And if it's a little kid and they, you know, they can't write words yet, they could draw a little picture. They could tell you what to write, anything you need to kind of make this part of the ritual easy and also frame it for them that like, no, we can't make all the quote unquote bad things go away. Maybe we can start to release some of our feelings about it. So after we release, we then want to create words or intentions for the new year. So this might be similar to you know, New Year's resolutions or goals, and they can be specific goals. They can be like, I want to learn to ride my bike this year, or I want to launch a podcast this year, or, you know, something in your kid's frame of mind, like I want to get the, get on the monkey bars this year. Awesome. Right. I remember one time I was working with a family and they were like, their kid was like, I want to learn how to pull my own grapes off the stem this year. And I'm like, yeah, buddy, good goal. You got that. So what is something you can either do a specific goal we tend to do words, right? What are some words that we want to have the intention for this year? Uh, this past year, my word was savor. I really want to savor things going on. My husband's was appreciate. My daughter's was kindness. And my son's was flexible, just being flexible with things. Um, so you can do this in words. There's also a fantastic little card deck, which I'll hopefully link in the show notes. It's called the Children's Spirit Animal Deck. So if you have a little kid, if you have like a two or a three-year-old, you can have them look around the deck like, which animal do you want to be like this year? And there's just there's little um, phrases underneath the animal, like a monkey trying something new, a turtle, take your time, an elephant, you can handle any problem. So if you have a kid that's either nonverbal or a kid that you know doesn't want to write, they can you can give them options. Look at the deck. Who do you want to be? this year. Fantastic. So you're setting an intention coming forward. And then final piece of the ritual is what are we looking forward to this year, right? Do we have um, a trip coming up we're really excited about? Do we have a project we're working on? 
Do we have, um, you know, are we welcoming a new baby? Is there um, something going on with another family member that we're going to appreciate and celebrate? So, you know, we, we do this thing where we celebrate where we came from. We release what we want to release. We set a new intention coming forward. And then we talk about what we want to look forward to. So maybe part of our ritual this year might be creating a new fun times jar. Maybe we'll like right now, they're just in a plain old mason jar, but maybe I'll ask the kids to like draw some pictures and decorate and stick it on a mason jar. So that can be kind of the ending of our ritual. And then we watch the ball drop, right? And then we can party and then we can have a good time and really acknowledge, like I said, where we've come from, how much growth there's been and appreciate where we're going to as well. So I hope those were some fun ideas for how to create a ritual around the new year with your young kids. Again, just so appreciative for the love that's been coming my way in 2023. I look forward to sharing many more thoughts and hopefully more words of wisdom for 2024. Thanks for being with me. I hope everyone has a healthy and happy new year. Talk soon. Thanks for listening to Good Enough Parenting. If you'd like to learn four simple play therapy techniques you can use at home today to create more calm in your family life, go to paceparent.com forward slash play to get a free video where I'll teach them to you. And you can always hear more from me at Carly Councils on Facebook and Instagram. And if you like what you heard today, please rate, review, subscribe, and share this episode with a friend, a sister, a spouse, any parent who could use a reminder that our kids don't need us to be perfect, just good enough. Until next time.